Okay guys, welcome back to Kenex Story episode 13. This time I'm gonna have some great topic that I never been talked before. And then I'm right now I'm with my friends, Chris Hobel Arya. Hello guys. It's a pleasure to be on this podcast. Pleasure to meet uh, Nebula for the first time today. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, so Chris, like uh, tell me the reason you're in Bali. Like start back in before lockdown, the corona okay. thing. So I I was living in America and that's where I had my family. Ah. My family, thank God they're uh, green card holders so they can live there with no problem. But I'm not. And they after, can you're not. Yeah. And okay. Because, and um, after I graduated university I I, I wanted to stay there and, and mm-hmm. work. Uh-huh. And I applied for for a work visa and they denied it. And they gave me a 10-day notice to leave the country. So I was like, well, I can go back to Chile where I grew up, but I have nothing for me down there. So I just bought a one-way ticket to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And then I started backpacking all over Southeast Asia. And then I ended up in Bali. Ah, okay. And then Corona happened. So then I, I, I stayed here in Bali and, and I think it's been the best decision I've ever made in my life. Mm-hmm. So you was like in Vietnam and you came to Bali. Yeah, and then the lockdown start. Yeah, well, I did Vietnam, Thailand, Cambodia, all these other countries. The Southeast then, Asian. Yeah, uh-huh. and then I, I didn't know about Bali. I didn't know much about it, but I had some friends who were like, "Yo, you need to come to Bali." And I was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna go see what the hype is about." Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I bought a plane ticket to Bali and I landed here. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna extend. So then I started doing visa runs. That's what people do. Yeah. Even for me as like a local, when I was like in Jakarta for six months. I feel homesick to Bali, yeah. not to my own home hometown. It's like it's really weird. So uh, for me now, Bali has become a home. Yeah, uh, I can't. It's really difficult for me to go live back in America because I, I I need more than just a visa. And the fact that I have parents living there it makes it even harder because I'm no longer dependent of my parents. Yeah. So I would have to either go get a master's or I would have to marry an American mm-hmm. and I'm not interested in either one right now in my life okay so Bali right now is, is home Bali is home yeah so what are you interested in right now what are my interests right now uh-huh. uh, my interests right now are self-growth oh. you know um, trying, to, trying to do things to scare me trying to learn new skills uh, helping people which is super big in my life mm-hmm. and yeah I think those are the uh, areas in my life where where I see spending a lot of time in those in those areas. Okay. Or at so, least I would like to believe I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how long have you been in Bali? Been in Bali for about a year and a half. A year and a half? Yeah. Wow, it's, it's weird since so we just met. I mean, like, I'm here in two years. I mean, like, we all got the same friends. It's like, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe at a party or two maybe I might have seen actually I don't know I don't, I'm really good I'm really good at recognizing faces uh-huh. but I, I don't recognize your face and I think I would have recognized your tattoos the taco for sure the taco right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah because like uh, last year I was like uh, my, my friends like, I think you know like uh, the girls like Alicia Jade Karina yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. they was like uh, we were, uh, after we were like uh, staying in the same homestay okay. and then that's why I know people and then it's like yeah, and it's like, yeah, for party to party, party last year. Well, I, I kind of, so I, I, I knew them because I used to live in the same place as them before. Yeah. And yeah, I did go to a few parties in the beginning, but then yeah. you kind of get burnt out of that, you know, and 
uh, I, that's what happened to me. I kind of got burnt out of uh-huh. partying, and I kind of started like uh, having a smaller circle of friends who, uh-huh. who were also interested in helping people. Oh yeah. Oh. Who were also interested in self growth. Not saying that that group I was with is not interested in those things, but mm-hmm. I guess uh, I guess wanted to surround myself with a with a closer group of people who knew me. Oh, okay. So you you've been starting a rescue. What was the counter? What? Rescue 2000. Rescue 2000. Yeah. Yes, like uh, what's behind it? Story. What's, what's behind the story? Okay. Story. So I need a full exclusive story. Full exclusive, full exclusive story. Okay. So my father, he he's been he's been doing charity his whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I was little, like the first few thoughts that I can go back in my mind that I can remember is my dad helping people. Mm. So he started a charity in 2000 mm-hmm. in America, helping homeless people, drug addicts, uh, people. Yeah, people who were just living in the, in the streets. So, for the longest time in my life, I never really had a normal Saturday because I would, my dad would always take me and my brothers to the oh. streets to go feed these homeless people. So it became it became normal to me. It became something that I that I needed because you know it was it was what I was used to. It's what mm-hmm. I did every Saturday. You know, like I, I, I we never went out for dinner like most people in America do. You know, uh-huh. as a family in America on yeah. Saturday nights, people go for dinner. It was always, but for me, for my family, it was always okay. We go out to the streets and we feed these people. And some of these homeless people saw me grow up from when I was like super little to uh, a full-grown man. And, uh, and when I got stuck here in Bali, um, at first, like I said, you know, I was just having a good time. I was going out, to, I was going out to these parties, meeting people. Yeah. And, and then I, I felt like something was missing in my heart. Something was missing. Like I wasn't being fulfilled. You know, like no matter how many parties I went to or how many new people I met. Uh, I wasn't being fulfilled, and then I, I, I had a reflection a day watching sunset, and I was like, "What am I missing?" And I realized that I was missing that big part of my life, mm-hmm. that, and it was helping people. So then uh, I had some money, and I just bought four like Zimbabwe packs, you know, mm-hmm. those like little packages of food, and then. Yeah. I went to give it to some people and I recorded myself and I was just and I was just so shocked by the amount of people that needed the help. Yeah, you know, so then I, was, I, I recorded it and then I sent a video uh, like a message out to my friends on social media and then it blew up, man. Like when I'm telling you, I had to turn off the notifications on my Instagram because it was just being bombarded by messages and messages and messages and donations and donations and shares. And ever since then, man, it's been what like almost a year now yeah. of. of Going month of doing monthly food drops. Mm-hmm. We have built two homes and two having homes. yeah two homes yeah for uh, for a single widow for a widow. Okay. Lived in the middle of the jungle mm-hmm. and now recently a family of four and I haven't shared this with nobody but uh, we're right now working on a documentary. Oh, yeah, nice. we have a whole team set up. Um, so we're trying to uh, turn this into not something passive mm-hmm. to something that I can. Um, take on forever you know my dad did it for 20 plus years he's still doing it and I feel like that's my that's my legacy to to, yeah. to follow and and to grow myself too so your dad know about this as well did yeah you yeah him? yeah but, but what for, is for two completely I mean I guess it, it does make him pretty uh pretty proud you know and and for me that's big because my parents sacrificed a lot for me yeah. um like living in America mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're from Chile. We lived in yeah. America. We actually lived in America illegally for ten plus years, and that's a whole different story. But um, yeah, it makes him pretty proud, you know. When people ask him, "Hey, how's your son?" and 
he has to answer, uh, oh, he's, he's good. He's building homes for people or whatever, you know? So I guess as a father, that, that makes him quite... Uh, yeah, really proud of the Quite son. proud, yeah. And, and, I mean, I, I feel like that's the least I could do for them, you know? Um, yeah. They deserve the world. And deserve the smile. Uh -huh. Deserve the smile. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I could give him more, I would, man. <clears throat> and then just like, so yeah, you've been doing like a charity, and then, so like, uh, what's your next plan for it? For the charity or uh, for myself? The charity and yourself. Okay, so next plan for the charity, um, obviously I, I think this documentary is going to help us blow up to be able to raise more funds and not only help the people of Bali, but to be able to hopefully go to other countries or other islands in Indonesia, mm -hmm. you know, that's, yeah. I, I, like, I, I don't do this for charity, I do this because it's part of me, Yeah, you yeah. know, like, uh, the reason why I put a charity behind what I'm doing is because I need it for the legal matters of it, you know, in some yeah. countries you can't do, you can't volunteer without a certain visa or this or that, Yeah. but to be able to have a charity behind what you're doing, it just makes things a lot more easier for me, and it also gives donors the, uh, the confidence of okay you know I'm sending my money I'm trusting my money not just to a, an individual mm -hmm. but to a charity you know and um, yeah that's a that's that's the future hopefully for for rescue to be able to do humanitarian work in other countries and other islands here um, and for myself man that's that's a that's a that's a, that's a tough question I, uh, I guess uh, I, I, I would like to, to do business. I love business. I would like to hopefully um, invest in property here in Bali or actually before I even do that, I would like to uh, make sure I, I, I can uh, retire my parents. Uh, I think that's that's the goal. You know, um, they did it all for me, and it's time to it's time to their stop, like retire, yeah, enjoy the life. You know, they they're getting old. My dad's yeah. head is getting full of white hair. <laughs> you know, my mama is she getting wrinkly, and uh, yeah. I love them, and I and I want to make sure that they don't have to worry about the next bill, and I want to make sure they don't have to worry about mm -hmm. money anymore. Yeah, that was a big thing growing up. I I you know I grew up in Chile and. For me, living here in Bali is, I can relate to the local people to some extent because Chile is quite similar, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Chile is a third world country to some extent and and, and it's hard to make a living out of it, you know? You 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 work until you die, pretty much. Yeah, that's you what know? most people do. Yeah. Work till you die. Yeah. And yeah, so that's the next goal for me is to not stop until I retire my parents and then I'll, and then I'll have time to think about myself. Uh, so you, you're right now you're focusing on your parents right now. Yeah, right yeah. now I'm focusing on on making smart investments mm -hmm. to be able to have enough money, enough capital to retire my parents or at least buy my mama house. Yeah, yeah, that's buy my mama house and, and make sure that they're they're set. <laughs> so like, uh, when the last time you see them? Oh man, uh, last time I saw my father. Because my mother, my life is kind of complicated. Um, I told you I lived in America illegally for 10 years. Uh -huh. uh, well, my mother ended up getting deported to Chile. Ah, so okay. it's been about five years that I have not seen my mother in mm -hmm. person. And last time I saw my father was when I left to go travel the world, when I ah. left to Vietnam. So and that's been about a, well, almost two years now. Almost years. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's, it's hard. But uh, like I, I, I think it's, it's 
it's a risk I'm willing to take, you know, it's you know, sacrifice maybe having them by my side so then uh, I can make sure that, that, so then I can make sure that the generations after me don't have to go through what uh -huh. me, my parents and my brothers went through, you know? Yeah. So you, you, you were like a, just two siblings? Yeah, I have two, uh, a younger brother and an older brother. Oh, you're middle? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Your brother is in America or Chile? Uh, my two brothers are in America. America. Yeah, my little brother, he's in university right now oh, okay. with a soccer scholarship, thank oh. God. And uh, my older brother, he's he's um, yeah, just living like a normal 9 to 5. A, a normal 9 to 5, like oh, okay. a regular job, you know? Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay, it's like, it's like a tough story. And I know but you can take a lesson from it and what makes you grow. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's all connected. Yeah. I think it's all connected. I uh, I like to reflect a lot. I love to go into sunset with my dog and just sitting there and just you know listening to what my mind has to say. And yeah. like like for instance, um, people ask me, "Why do you have a passion to build homes?" And and it was because uh, when I was living in America illegally with my parents, there came a time where we lost our home and we ended up homeless. We ended up living in an abandoned, round-down building mm -hmm. with our mattresses on the floor and no AC, no heater because in the, in the winter it gets really cold. Mm -hmm. uh, no proper shower, so we had to literally like, there was like a, we had to go to the sink, get water, mm -hmm. put it on the tub, and then like get a, another little scoop of water mm -hmm. or a little scoop of, like a little something yeah. to get yeah, the yeah. water, put it over your head. Yeah. And like, at first that was a hard reality to accept, you know, living in America and, and, and living in those conditions for like almost two years. And then we were able to get out of that and, you know, live in, in, a, in an apartment. But it really hit me, like it, it hurts your ego, you know, it really yeah. hurts to go from having a nice home with like five rooms, yeah. pool, several cars in the driveway to losing, losing it all and being homeless. And it's like a jumping, yeah? Yeah, it's like a drastic change. And then when we're here and I'm able to help people build homes for them, it just like, it's just beautiful, man. It's just, you know, it, it, like I always tell my friends, you know, life took one home away from me. Now, you best know I'm going to do everything I can to build as many homes for people. Okay. You know? It's really interesting story. It was like, I was just like, wow. It's like, I never have my, in my podcast, like, early deep talk like this like go really really deep well I, yeah I think that's how life is you know yeah it's everybody who walks around has their own stories to tell you know mm -hmm. and, and it's not about comparing oh your story is deeper than his or your story is more impactful than his yeah. no, we all have our story and and, and to some ex and to some extent your story connects to my story mm -hmm. and, and my story connects to somebody else's story yeah. and we can all help each other if we're able to to, to accept what we went through and not let it not let it not let it break us down but to let a to let like to, to learn from it and yeah. grow better from it you know like maybe and if i never up. maybe if i if i never lost a home i would have never built homes for people you know yeah yeah who knows it could be like a different story yeah yeah and so you want to like a how to like a sharing about the the donation that you do in bali to my podcast or how people want to donate okay so how do people donate um well, as I said earlier, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's an actual charity. It's mm -hmm. registered in America. Yeah. So, um, 
every donation people would like to make, they can go to our website. Mm -hmm. We have a PayPal. We have a lots of different forms of receiving payments. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, it all it, it can all it's all legit, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, if you go to the website, it's all there. The money won't be coming to my bank account. The money will be going directly to the Rescue 2000 mm -hmm. bank account, and uh, and yeah, and, and all that is used to uh, to feed the people, yeah. to to build the homes. Mm -hmm. um, I believe we have the the numbers on our website stating that uh, our giving percentage percentage is like 91 percent, meaning that if you give one dollar, 91 percent goes to directly feeding the people, and the rest goes to uh, keeping up with the website, um, oh, yeah. some programs that we have the to assistance, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or sometimes we uh, we like to hire local local people to be our drivers. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, but ninety one percent of that money goes directly to making sure people get fed, and then yeah. the remaining percentage goes to the driver or the gas, uh, yeah. the website, the things, yeah, the things, yeah, the, the, the things. I think they call it the um the over overhead overhead cost, yeah. yeah, and. And it's just like the so like if you guys like uh hearing this and want to donate you know how and also I'm gonna put the, the link in the description as well their website as well so you can directly click it and donate or even or even share you know even yeah. even creating awareness of, of, of the life that people are living yeah. here you know at first we thought we were helping people because of COVID because people yeah. lost their job because of tourism but also these, like impact me like at the first COVID I feel like a like when I was just like still working in Bali in a restaurant and it's got and sat down it's like down you know? yeah but the thing about some of these people that were helping is that even if COVID didn't happen these people still don't have running yeah. water or electricity or food mm -hmm. you know they're living off honestly I don't even know how I don't even know how yeah because like uh, the things about Bali people only just like oh the, the beach and the, the party here in Bali they doesn't know what happened uh, outside of the big city in Bali like in the north yeah. side and, and I've seen it all man you know oh. some kids some people some families get played really bad cards you know I've seen two little kids uh, their parents committed suicide or, or, or something like that like I've seen it all man and, 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 and then you think how are they supposed to like make it out you know or, or, or kids don't don't have access to, or kids go, are not encouraged to go to school because they have to work the lands with their parents. Yeah. Or you know, it's it's just people really have it hard. The reality of of, of Bali and many islands, I believe, in Bali is is a lot harder than what we see. Yeah. You know, like you said, you know, we just come here, we stay along the coast here, and we, yeah. you know, there's nice places to yeah. go to, nice villas, nice cafes. Uh, and we didn't see the other side of Bali. We see the other side of Bali, man. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, these people really need the help. And they're so grateful, man. I've never seen somebody be so happy because they get a pack of rice. Mm. You know, and yeah, and and or when or when they like when you give them food and they pray for you, mm -hmm. you know, or give you blessings. Mm -hmm. Or when you go to a house when they don't have nothing but the little bit of food that they have, they offer you. Like it's, it, yeah. That's it blows my mind, man. And mm -hmm. That fulfills me. Yeah, and then it's like uh, I really like. Uh, so I was like, uh, like my friends last year. Like uh, I saw like their story. That I think it's the first time you doing it last year, right? Yeah, did it last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, like uh, when I was like the picture, like all of my friends was there, and I was like, I really want to join. That's why, like, I was like uh, asking you. Actually, I already DM you since last year. 
Oh, you messaged me last year. Yeah, it's like how to be a volunteer. I was like asking. Oh, it was like I mean, like I get it. They get a lot of messages. Br- brother, when, yeah. when I tell you that I had to turn off my notifications in order to yeah. like function in the day, I had to because it was just blowing up. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted to help. I had so many donations. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to complain about it, but it was just it was quite chaotic. It was quite it yeah. was quite hectic, but um, it finally happened, you know and. And if you would ever like to come out and see what we're doing, you're more than welcome. I know you said you maybe have to go back to Jakarta, but you will, you will be back. Mm-hmm. But when you're back, I'm sure we're going to keep doing this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're more than welcome to come out and, and, and see what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, this was like, I'm like, I never been, from my 20 years, I was 20 years old. I never like been in a volunteering doing something like that. Like, I want to... At least once in my life, you know, okay. I'll, I'll be part of it, and it was like, okay, it was like, yeah. Well, then we'll, 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 we'll make sure it happens, and I mean, and there's other ways we can collaborate as well, you know. And, uh, the team that we have, we don't, we don't have like, for instance, shirts. And if you want to design a shirt for us, oh, so th- that's what actually what I want to talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, I want to like ever collaborate like every shirt that people buy from me like a uh, 50% to the donation 50% to me perfect yeah like I mean, we can make that yeah. happen and, and the fact that you're in the fact that you're Indonesian and yeah. it will be helping you yeah that would be amazing and like I said m- most of our people who donate to us are from America and if I tell them hey guys look we got some shirts you guys want to support 50% goes to this wonderful yeah. guy and 50% goes to uh to our uh, charity, uh, charity. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure we can get like, a, a few sales from there. I really like wanted. I really want to talk about it because like uh, my friends, like last night, just talking about it. Just like, uh, why don't you like uh, looking for like uh, a foundation here to make us some donation from from the search? And your friend was like, oh, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, I, I remember you. It's like okay. I'm like yeah, this actually that's I want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's make it happen. Then. I'm sure yeah. we can make it happen for sure. I mean, I yeah. see the shirt that you're having right now. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty funny, man. It's unique, and, and that's what I love. I love things yeah. that stand out. So, I mean, I'll be, I would be more than willing to to collaborate. Yeah, especially like uh, people in Bali sometimes. Just like, especially, uh, I make the the shirt of my. I even designed the. So I screenshot from the Google Map. Yeah. The shortcut. The, the shortcut, shortcut road. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I just like draw like shortcut. Oh, it's, it's just Chengdu pole. It's the uh, to left. To the old man's salon and everything, like, yeah. to ride black cat, the back way to the to the south is uh, Brawa and Vince. Was like, yeah, and people are just like so excited about it. It's like, yeah, I'm like, it's so good. Yeah, I, I see that you have an eye for it. I see that you <laughs> you you're talented in the in that area. Yeah, so I would definitely be interested. Like I said. Yes, exactly. And then like also make a great design, like more like a charity design, you know. Like like, hey, uh, I guess, like like I said, like for me, this is not a charity. For me, it's okay. it's, it's my like, life. It's what I do. It's part yeah. of me, you know. And it doesn't have to follow the guidelines of what yeah. a charity has to do. Like, if a shirt just tells a story, if it creates awareness of what's going on, for me, that's yeah. more than happy. You know, I don't I don't want to be like a I don't want to more like give a, in, a give branding. Up. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah. I, uh, branding is important to grow yeah. a business, and that and that's what that's what I seek to do with Rescue uh-huh. 2000 as well. But I don't want people to see me as like a because some some charities do have bad reputation, you know, mm-hmm. and I I don't want to have or build that bad rep with what I'm doing here. Okay. You know, I want I want people to see the, the transparency of what I'm doing. 
and I want people to see, okay, there's someone real is behind this. Yeah. You know, so like, man, if anything can tell a story, I mean, if a shirt can can <laughs> tell, share, sorry. can tell a story, can share the message of what we're doing, regardless of how it looks. Yeah. I'm more than willing to stand behind it. Because what's more important is the people being fed, not what image we're given. You know, because yeah. we can show people that we're helping people, but if we're really not, mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to play that game. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be able to just help five people in a month and claim, yeah, I'm feeding people in Bali. Yeah, five people is is, is better than no people. But you know, I, I really want. Yeah. I really want to focus on the. Yeah, yeah I get on, it. On the doing what we're saying uh -huh. that we're doing, instead of just talking about it and not doing it. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like. This case, it could be, it could be work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, let's make it happen. Then. I'm gonna hold you accountable with this podcast. Huh? I'm gonna hold you account. I'm gonna hold you accountable with this with this podcast. Yeah. So if you don't wanna help me out, I'm gonna be like, bro, look, I got this podcast where you said you were gonna help me out. <laughs> I'm gonna work it. I'm gonna work it. Perfect. We're gonna make it possible. We're gonna make it happen. Perfect. Any other uh, questions for me or? Uh, no, you, you want to question me? <laughs> I can question you. Um, what made you want to start podcast? Huh? What made you want to start podcast? Why? Yeah. So it was like I was like I just uh, on the early 2019, I guess. I was just like after I graduated high school, like my dad offered me do you want to go to college, and I was like, no. And I was like, I'm the person like who doesn't like oh, want to study more. Yeah. I'm more like a self. Self-study, you know. Self-study, okay. yeah. It's like, and then just like, okay, it's like so I was like, I've been after graduate in high school, 2018, mm -hmm. and then I was like working in a smartphone store, and then just six months, I, I got I got out because I was fighting with my manager. Oh man. Because I feel like I'm better than him because you know. Yeah. yeah. Because I it's still because my agent I still follow my ego. Okay. Follow my ego and and then on 2019. And I was just like already living by myself, and then in Jakarta still, and then yeah, I was like, slide down in my bed, like looking at the ceilings, like, what I'm gonna do? And I was just like, I like to listen to some Indonesian podcasts as well. So okay, I'm gonna make a podcast, and then I tried to connect uh, my favorite podcaster from Indonesia, like, yeah. uh, try to DM him, like asking the tips how to make podcast, how to distribute it, and it's like, and you know what happened? Like. This person like a really really famous in Indonesia, and he replied me like teach me how to make a podcast. Really? Yeah. Oh man. And then I was just like, wow. So yeah, like uh, he gave me like the guy that make a podcast, and then yeah, I started to name it the Gen X story. And then yeah, at first I make an introduction, and then yeah, episode like I uh, bring my fans recording with me, and then I was talking. About But yeah, sometimes I'm talking a fun talk, sometimes like a serious, serious like, like uh, when I was talking just like about uh, on my episode 10, it's like, will you be man enough if you're hearing a locker room talk? Oh, you yeah. know, like, uh, will you like will you be like man enough if you see a woman get sexual harassment in a public? And then and I was like talking and I got a lot of like a DM and emails like talk, when I was talking about it. And I was like, oh, it's a, it's a good. Uh, Inside, you know. Yeah. And then uh, that's my last episode, and then I was like, got got stopped my podcast because I was like moving in Bali. Mm. I work like uh, in the in the club and the restaurant okay. in Seminyak, and then I don't like have time, you know. Like uh, I need to work from 6 p.m. till 5 and then wake up again at 2 working again till 10 Like already like a tired just a circle of work, 
and I was like, yeah. And then last year I continue again with uh, my friends because the first lockdown I asked him uh, how to be like uh, you in the lockdown and the corona happens yeah. and you got stuck in another country. Yeah. Yeah. I was just survive. And then yeah, that's how I started my podcast and see. Um, it's always been a dream of me to 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 start a podcast as well, but I I don't have the I hate the post production, you know. Of listening to it again and cutting and yeah and, and so but um the fact that this is my first podcast because it is it's a uh, it's a it's an honor and um were you were you scared were you afraid that it was like that you were not gonna get an audience that you were at gonna, first yeah. yeah and then I I, I mean like a Indonesian like, kind of like a Monday this kind of just like I was like why are you doing that why are you doing that it was like no it's like doing this because I like it you know, because you, as you in Indonesian, some of Indonesian, like especially from Jakarta, they actually just like don't want to see you what you're doing that you like it. You know what I mean? Wait, like they don't want to see you succeed, or they don't want to just see. It kind of like okay. that. Like you don't want to see people like doing this, mm-hmm. but you really want it, but you cannot. You know, like this person you cannot, but you can. Okay. And then that's why like uh, and then a lot of my friends just like that, and I was like, I don't care what you guys say. It's like I'm just doing things, and then this is why a lot of people. Why you can do many things like I was just like also like uh, when I was like I have my friends Eva and just like I'd like to hear me why you can do anything that people don't have like a lot of skill and I was like I'm like just why I'm learning like if I just like a funny when I was just like uh, apply a job as a content writing well, which one I never <laughs> you know what yeah. so like the deadline was uh, two days after I apply and then I was just like looking on the internet like how to make content writing how to make a long form article and I was like I was like learn from it so like yeah, yeah you're sort of like me you know it's, yeah like to I learn guess they say at least in America <laughs> that's way for this bike to go by I hate loud bikes yeah me too but uh, oh, like I was saying um, it's like saying uh, all you need is that foot in the door and then you just find out how to make it happen after that yeah and I do the same thing too sometimes I take on projects with without really knowing what I'm doing yeah and then you just with the circumstances circumstances that are happening you just have to find a way to make it happen and mm-hmm. um, another question and whenever you want to stop you let me know yeah okay uh, or maybe this can be the last question or no, how long do you, how long do your podcast usually go it could be like sometimes an hour sometimes okay. sometimes sometimes okay. it's um, what, where do you see this podcast going to? I mean, are you guys doing it for fun? Is it just a hobby? Do you want? Do you have like? You want to get sponsorships? Do you want to uh, do collaborations with other big uh, podcasts? What, what do you? What is the future for uh, uh The future of my podcast. I mean, like mostly because I'm doing it for fun. Mm-hmm. But if there's like a sponsorship, I will totally accept. And yes, for the collaboration with the big podcasters, especially from Indonesia. And yeah, I really want it. And then just like yeah, mostly my podcast is like fun for fun, mm-hmm. and uh, giving uh, people another experience from my podcast, you know. Especially I was like meet a lot of foreigners. Meanwhile, it's like met a lot of other people sharing their story in my podcast, so people will kind of learn experience, get experience. What, what, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to start and that is scared of that of those voices from the people of Jakarta? <laughs> if you want like a starting a podcast, make sure. You already know what you're gonna talk, yeah. And just split it up. Do you do, do you do research of the people who you're going to talk about, or sometimes you're you're just like I'm just gonna do this podcast and find out about them. 
Uh, mostly yeah, I do research. You do research? So like, uh, it's, it's not gonna be awkward when I was gonna ask you a question. Uh, <laughs> excuse me? It's because like, uh, I do research, uh -huh. and then, yeah, I'm gonna like ask them. Okay. Then, so it's gonna be awkward when we're recording. But have you ever had a very awkward interview or like you saw it going nowhere? Uh, or, or have you recorded a podcast and you uh -huh. just have not uploaded it because it was just awful? Yeah, there's yeah. like a one episode with my teacher, my high school teacher. Oh, you did a podcast? You interviewed her? Yeah. yeah. It is for, uh, is there's a, a conflict about the, in Indonesia like back in 2018 when I was like starting early. Mm -hmm. And then I asked my teacher, I want to talk about, uh, because like there's a fake news like a hoax around Indonesia that so can get acceptable by older Indonesian by teenagers you know like sharing the fake news and stuff so like how to like a tips how to not get the hoax news okay, or something yeah. like that and it's like yeah and you know what it's my first experience like interview my teacher is like it's like we're saying in silence and she's <laughs> talking talking until the end of the podcast just like one question is like yeah it's like oh yeah it's just like that oh, so, so she just rambled on yeah and just started <laughs> so she just wanted the, the platform to just be able to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I was just like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah. Okay, and right. then I was looking and I was like, listen, it's like over and over again. Like, nah. Not putting it up. God, nah. Oh, poor her. She was she was probably waiting to. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe it could be. Oh, I still have the. I still have it, I guess. She's probably to this day still waiting for it to go up online. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm she sorry. Probably, I'm sorry, Corona. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay, one last question for you. Um, last but not least. Not, last but not least. That's my dog. I'm sorry. I can't control the dog sometimes. Uh, last question. Let's think. I don't know, man. Maybe that's a good. Maybe it's a good reason why I don't start a podcast. <laughs> I run out of questions. What? What you want to know more about me? Um, so you said you're going back to Jakarta soon, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, you have plans of coming back? Always. Always? Okay. Sooner good. or later. Okay. Last question then. Uh, what do you see yourself at 30 years old? So like 10 more years, correct? Yeah. yeah what do you see? Where do you see yourself? Where I see myself, I have my own empire com company. Like I was like a one building, like that's my name, like a naps company. Oh, you want to have an actual building? Yes, yeah. I like it because uh, I have an event organizer mm -hmm. called Naps Event, uh, Naps Clothing for my clothing line, mm -hmm. uh, Naps Shot for my photography, and Naps Design for but my design. Do you need an actual building or can you just, like, you can do it all virtually, you know, you can have... I mean, it's I mean, people don't need to see your building for for them to hire you. You know, they can see your your online platform or your website or yeah. your Instagram. I mean, like for the online. But you want a building? Yeah, I want to build like a. It's not like setting my own. It's like CEO of NEF company, like saying my name, like as director. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it, it's just a dream, but you know, I'm trying to try and make it hard. That's why, like, uh, it costs it costs nothing to dream. So yeah, and I was like, in I Bali or in Jakarta? I hope I'll learn the world. No, what do you want to build it? Uh, Jakarta, of course. Jakarta? The business district in Jakarta. And but yeah. And maybe another headquarter. A headquarter <laughs> here in Bali? In Bali, yeah. all around the world. But yeah. uh, that's my first dream. Oh, that's your first dream, you have another one? Uh, yeah, so since I was like a 
nine years old or ten. I was like so in love uh, with the, uh, you know, Glee. Glee? Glee TV series. Mm, I don't watch TV. Musical or something like that. Yeah, I, don't, I think I've heard about it, but I don't watch TV much. Okay, so it's like a musical, and I was like playing, I want to like play in Broadway. Oh, you want to, oh, so you, yeah. you like acting, and you like, yeah. Oh, okay, you like acting and. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Like playing at a theater and then it's like just like a one time that I, I was like I heard that, that in Jakarta when I was like ninth grade they have an audition for a Broadway show called Last Miss Rubble. Have you heard of it? No. No? And then it's like about the France Revolution and I was like apply. And I was just like they're testing my vocal. Actually I, I cannot sing. When they're testing my vocal with the piano, I was like, okay, keep going, the high note is like okay, hold. Okay. Get it. Even you, I. Oh, sorry to interrupt. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, they testing my voice, and then yeah, I passed the voice test, the singing uh -huh. test, and you know what? I don't pass at first. No what? When they acting, <laughs> when they ask me to act, it's just like acting as a homeless, and I was just like stand still, frozen, looking at them. But I was like, okay, I'm out. Uh, yeah. Can you do a, a good impersonation of anybody? For the fans, <laughs> it can be easy. It can be like a person with an English accent, or it can be a just impersonate. Any, any be like British accent. British, like. Yeah, come on, give me your give me your best impersonation, so we can wrap up this this, this podcast. <laughs> I don't know my British accent. Okay, I can try about that. Oh, it's mate. Be rude to play noise with me jazz in it. <laughs> That's the best I can do. <laughs> but when I was like drunk. Oh, it, comes out, it comes out better. Huh? It comes out better. I'll, I, I'm talking with British. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> in football, we say uh, if you talk British, you, you play better. So whenever we're playing in the soccer field, because I used to play soccer, uh -huh. there was that joke. Yeah, if you, if you speak British, you, you play better. So everybody would like have a British accent. <laughs> yes. Hey, ball, mate. Hey, ball, mate. Hey, ball, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, that's my dream. But, yeah. but the thing is... Uh, my, my total like a dream like a sending my parents. Pardon? Uh, give my parents uh, to to Saudi Arabia. Oh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm Muslim. Oh, you're Muslim. So okay. I wanted them to. I, I forgot how to say in English. Go but, to Mecca. Yeah, go to Mecca. Yeah. Okay, Mecca. Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I have a lot of Muslim friends. When I go to Medawi, I spend a lot of time with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they say say the same. Yeah, 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 like I the mean, most like, like the, the, the ultimate goal for the yeah. Muslim is to go to Mecca. Yeah, yeah that's the ultimate goal. To send your parents to Mecca. Yeah, yeah. I, at least if it's not me, it's like my parents, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah, just I mean, they're getting old, and then I was like, uh, especially I'm the youngest. Okay. And now um, my parents more worry about me than my other brothers. So I have like a three sibling. Mm -hmm. My big brother already married. My middle brother is in the university about to graduate. And there's like me that's like all worried about me because I already like live alone by myself. I asked for it since I was like on my senior year in high school. I oh, wait, are, are they worried about you because you're not necessarily doing what they want you to do? Or uh, are they worried no, about you because... They worry because I'm just like a person who like uh, does, does anything, anything, anything. And when they always decided to live in Bali, they're really afraid. Mm. They were just like... On my first week in Bali, like, are you okay? Don't don't get too much alcohol. Don't use drugs. And I was like, just like chill. I'm not like that, you know. Like, chill. I'm drunk right now, but chill. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I'm I'm sometimes like I like uh, I like to drink. Yeah. 
but more support than don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, good, good. But don't get too much drink as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they say, everything, too much of anything is bad, you know. Yeah. So, and it gets old too. You yeah. Know, if you do it too much, it gets old. It's not fun anymore. So yes, if you have a good is. balance. Yeah. It's all good. It's all That's good. What life is balance. Balance. Life is balance. Life is balance. Perfect. Anything else? <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I know you still have it in your mind. I can keep going on forever, man. I feel bad for your battery if I keep going. Don't worry. Don't worry. Actually, I, I do have... Ah, uh, we got time. I got a meeting at four as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, whatever you would like to talk about, it can be funny, it can be serious, it can be whatever you... Okay. Your... Worst experience while in Bali. Worst experience in Bali. Don't tell me scooters accident. <laughs> Ooh, you know actually, I got gone like in two accidents. Two but, accidents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, one for sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe the other one comes to mind. But, you know, the one I was pulling out. Uh huh. Uh, it's actually a Russian. I'm not. It's not a stereotype. She was, she was going so fast, and I saw her coming. But I had time to like move my legs to the uh -huh. other side of the bike, and she hit my bike, and she just slid down the road, and scratched herself up. I was okay. My friend in the back seat was okay because we had time to move our legs uh -huh. to the other side of the bike. But she stood up, wanted to fight us, and I was like, "Yo, wait, what was going on? Like, you're the one who's driving fast here." Like, and she was like, "I need to go to the airport, and now I don't have a bike." So then, yeah, that was pretty scary. Like, I was kind of shaking because I'm like, "Damn, I don't know what to do." Like. Because it could be someone's life being taken in the night. Exactly. So like, I'm glad she she was okay. Had a few scratches. Gave her some money so she can fix her bike. But yeah, it was pretty scary. Yeah. Ooh, actually, yeah, that's my only actually on a bike. Mm -hmm. But I did see a girl uh, mess up her leg pretty bad. To like where I almost I think I saw her bone on her leg. Like she like imagine skin the size of your arm just like come out of your leg and you can see the bone. She was like in shock on the ground, and I was in shock, and my dog wanted to go smell the, the leg. I'm like, no, 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 go away. But yeah, after that, after that accident that I saw, I literally don't go above 40. So I, I literally drive like a grandma. It's like a drive chill, yeah. Yeah, just drive chill, you know. Yeah. Everybody's always late in this island anyway, so yeah. like, there's no need to hurry. So I just take my time. Um, I do gotta buy helmet though. I'm, I'm so bad. I, I, I lose them all the time. So, but yeah, I. That's been the two most, what was your question again? Worst experience? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hard to say that you have a very bad experience other than what, Bali belly? Yeah, you know? a free Bali tattoo. Oh, <laughs> free Bali tattoo. Free Bali tattoo, yeah, that, that can be pretty bad. I saw a guy, actually, two days ago, I met a guy, uh -huh. he got a tattoo on his rib. Uh -huh. But like, you know, if you look at the mirror, it looks like it's correct. And it looks like it's flipped. Uh -huh. Yeah, if you look at the mirror, it looks like the, the letters are flipped. So he tells the guy, no, 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 bro, flip it, come on. I don't want it to be flipped on my skin. Uh -huh. And he was happy about his tattoo for about a week. And then he was at the beach with his friends, and they're like, bro, why are your letters flipped? He's like, no way. He's like, yeah, brother, flip. And then he realized that he actually got a tattoo on his, on his ribs, and all the writing was flipped. <laughs> He's like, <That's> funny. <laughs> He's like, bro, I think I should have let the guy do his own thing. I told the guy to flip the letters. So, yeah. So, it's so flipped. Actually, I have a bad tattoo as well because I got it here in Bali. But I, got, I went to the 
I went to the tattoo shop and got it fixed a bit. But if you see the legs, the legs look not like a butt suckering, right? Yeah, but the legs don't look like legs, you know. Mmm. This is my worst tattoo. I need to retouch it. What is it? It's like a heartbeat. Oh and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> X name. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks God. Is so you cannot read just the name. And I was like, thanks God. <laughs> yeah, good thing it's a bad tattoo. Yeah. This is like a real drunk tattoo. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. yeah. It actually, it's kind of hard to make it this one. It hurt. Yeah. But my favorite is still one. This one. All right. You want a tough next question or you want an easy next question? You give me? Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you the option to choose. You want a tough next question or do you want an easy next question? What about both? Okay, which one do you want? The tough easy one first. The easy first? Oh, I didn't have an easy one. <laughs> I had a tough one, but... Okay. A tough one. Because uh, uh, I come from a, from a religious background as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, what... It, is it hard to know that your parents are, like, Muslim and religious and you are here in Bali not living, like, the most proper Muslim life? Oh, well... Can I be like a... Actually, my mom, last year, Pardon? my mom, yeah. last year, on uh, on her birthday, mm -hmm. is transferred to Christian. She transferred to Christian? Yeah. Okay. And mostly, like, my, my brother doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I was like a suitor for her, because I see suitor for me when, when they know I'm gay. Okay. And then it was like, yeah, you know, it's like a... Like a return, like a feedback, and it's like, okay. yeah, I'm the only legal, legal assistant of her. But was, I'm the one who signed the paper and stuff. Okay. But it was hard for, I guess, your dad and your mom. Yeah. When you came out, right? Yeah. Was it hard? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, it's like. Uh, How did you do it? November 2019, when I met first my boyfriend. Yeah. And then we just like talk like a really deep so. Oh, you just sat down in front of your parents and just. And you said, hey, guys. No, no, no. no. I, I was like in Bali there, there in Jakarta. You in Bali, but you let them know. Yeah, and then uh, I call like randomly. It was Bali, it's like at 1 a.m. And then Jakarta is like 12. Mm -hmm. And then just like I call. And it's like I asked my mom, like, yeah, what happened? It's like, yeah, I want to tell you the, tr the real me. And I just like, yeah, it's all like, okay, I'm gay. It's like, and my mom just like, oh, yeah, it's cool. But my dad is the opposite. Yeah. It's still, he's still hoping that I was like married a girl, always texting me asking, where is your ex? Where is this girl? Yes, oh, you always bring cause, home. Because you, you did date girls before, right? Yeah. yeah? Okay. No, 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 not date girls because I was like asking my, my, my friends, like, okay, we need to plan it with my girlfriend and my family, even something like that. Okay. Yeah. When did you. Um... When did you kind of had a feeling, or when did you feel like you had attraction to the same guys? When, uh, when I was like kids, it's elementary, you know, like always like like boys, something like that. Yeah. And and then oh, since elementary school, huh? Since elementary yeah. school, okay. And then like even also like uh, my auntie noticed it, like and I was Wait, like, did you? I mean, was it like a curiosity, or did you? Uh, no. Did you always just, just like just like you know just like okay, I'm a kid, you know, like okay. I was like gay from born. Okay. No, okay, so you believe that you. You were born that way? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yes, yes. You were saying your auntie always knew? Yeah. Okay. My auntie is always new and then just like, yeah. And then, yeah. And that's it, like, uh, when I was like, okay, I'm gay, you're like, yeah. I was like, I mean, like, uh, I'm tired of uh, hiding it, you know? Yeah. Do, 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 do you, was there a time in your life where you wished it would have been different? Uh, is there a time, was there a time in your life where you were like, man, I hope I wasn't gay? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm more like, I'm more fixed, like, uh, 
I was like trying to dating a girl when I was in high school. It's not work because you know I'm just like I'm not. I cannot be like a force yourself to yeah. Like somebody yes, exactly. And I just yeah, and it's time became gay. And especially it's, it's kind of weird. You know what? Like a uh, a month before I was born, like in the. Yeah, I said when you're a pregnant woman, like check their baby. Yeah. Yeah, the scan, something like that. Yeah. I was fixed already a girl. Okay, okay. Nine, a month before wow. I was born. Um, are, are, you, are you discriminated? Are you, uh, are you like discriminated here in Indonesia for? Are you openly gay or? Yeah, kind of, I'm you, openly gay. Kind of hide it when you. Uh, when I was a kid and like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was hiding it, but. Uh, were you bullied or just? Were you bullied or discriminated? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean like uh, we're just like an elementary. We just like so teenagers, you know, like to like. I was like, I don't take it seriously. But at, when I was like in high school, I was like a vice president in high school. And then I was like part of student council. I became a vice president, and then like uh, I make a open letter to the school. And then it's it's, it's a really really meaningful to me when we're like a graduate. And then all the guys were just like in my ears, like protecting me. Really? Yeah. It was like a really good day. Uh, do, do, do you have goals of maybe marrying one day? Or I'm pretty sure right now the laws in Indonesia. Yeah, if I was like uh, marrying, gonna be like outside Indonesia. Okay. And my GP is in married Sweden. <laughs> How's your dad? How's your relationship with your dad? Uh, my dad? Yeah. Uh, she's, uh, he's already fine right now. Yeah, but still asking. Oh, he, oh, he's still hoping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then just like, yeah, and the, then the, the reason why I ask is because my older brother is gay as well. Oh, yeah, uh, he came out the closet maybe like four years ago. Four years ago. Four yeah. is he? He is twenty. That's a good question. He's <laughs> twenty-eight or twenty-seven. And how old are you? I am twenty-six. No, he's actually twenty-eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's 28, and um, yeah, we, I mean, we imagine it, you know, my parents, we come from a Christian home, and mm-hmm. my dad's a pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be my heart. Yeah, so it, it, was, it was really hard, um, and, and he did date girls before, too, and his story's kind of different than yours. He says, I was just, I used to like girls, and then all of a sudden, boom, it flipped, and, you know, I had that curiosity, and then I questioned it a little bit, and then I... Gave it, gave it thought, and then I, next thing you know, I found myself kissing some other guy. I, I'll be honest with you, at, at first, I, because I, I, I did have that closed mind as well at first when I was, when he first came out, I was like, dude, what the heck, that's not right, bro, dad, this pastor, we grew up in a Christian home, that's bad, so then I didn't really have a good relationship with my older brother, mm-hmm. until I, I hated that we never... We never like it was always clash of heads. We always clashed. We never got along, and I was just like, I don't think that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So then I started spending more time with him, and and then I learned that you know you've got to love people not because of who they like yeah. or how they dress yeah. or or what they do. You gotta love people for who they are. And he's my brother. That's never gonna change. Yes. So the most important day of my life, one of the most important yes. days of my life, was when I was able to look at my brother in the eyes and, mm-hmm. and say, you know what, bro, I love you just as much. 
as if you get a smudge, even if you were gay or straight. Like, that don't even matter for me. Yeah. So, uh, my older brother really did teach me how to love people, even if they're different. Even if they they, they, they have different uh, attractions, or even if they believe in different religions. Or, like, um, so, yeah, I, I give big credit to my brother, and and, and, and I have no problem with, with, with gay people. I have no problem with anybody who's different than me. Yeah. We're all the same. We're all equal. We're all important. Exactly. We're all needed in this world. Yeah. You know, somebody. They all. We can all learn from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, it's beautiful. Diversity is beautiful. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Like unity in diversity. Exactly. <laughs> we need it. You know, like it, it's. It'd be a pretty. Bo- it would be a very boring uh-huh. world if everybody was the same. Yes. You know. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for my brother, if I didn't have a gay brother, I, I, I think it's, I would still be that close-minded individual mm-hmm. who wanted to impose his morality, his reality onto other people. Mm-hmm. But thanks to my brother, I was able to to learn how to uh, love people mm-hmm. who are different, love people who who love people who are people. Because at yeah. the end of the day, you're people, you're, yeah. you're a person, and you're no less valuable than me. Mm-hmm. And um, and, and that's what I try to do what I do, you know, uh, and, I, and that's why I do what I do. Because mm-hmm. people like my older brother who taught me how to love, how me tell me how to love people, taught me how to love people without looking at what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. It's been a good story. It's been a good talk, I believe. It's huh? been a good talk. I hope this. I hope this this conversation. Wow! Uh, at first, it started you asking me questions, and it's yeah. turned into interactive question. Yeah. yeah. And I hope this this podcast, wow. this episode, can help somebody. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. If you guys would like to uh, learn more about, let's wait for the bikes to go by. <laughs> what I was gonna say, if you guys would like to learn more about rescue, feel free to re- reach out to rescue underscore two thousand on Instagram or my own Instagram, Chris. C-R-I-S dot Ignacio I-G-N-A-C-I-O 10 um, Or click in the description Or click in the description <laughs> uh, Nebula It's yeah. been an absolute pleasure bro Thank you I uh, hope you have a good day and You um, too you, I hope you have a good meeting Thank you bro Thank you <laughs> Mr. Harrod Thank you <laughs> Thank you Thank you guys for listening to this episode See you in the next episode Bye bye Thank you.